Well, welcome back to another edition of the Insurance Answers Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Wanowski, uh, and today I am thrilled to have with me as a, as a guest, uh, Mr. John Michael Corbin, uh, who is a master electrician for the last 37 years, has worked in the field of elect, as an electrician. And, um, uh, John, how are you today, sir? I'm just wonderful. Thank you, Keith, for having me and, uh, looking forward to sharing some valuable information. Awesome. And we, we definitely have a beautiful day here in, in uh, Middle Tennessee, don't we? Absolutely, yes. Gorgeous <laughs> out. Low humidity and the sunshine, and it's nice. No, it's a great day. And, and some of you might be asking, as far as uh, some of our listeners, well, you know, why would would you be having a, an electrician on on this podcast? And again, this podcast is all about um, uh, answering questions uh, that people might have as far as insurance questions. And uh, uh, one question that I've gotten uh, recently a lot of is, um, if if my home got struck by lightning. Um, is it covered by my insurance policy? And that's the, the, the question we're going to deal with or delve into today. And, and not only are we going to answer that question today, but we're going to also, uh, hopefully with John's help and assistance, we're going to provide some, maybe some solutions to homeowners, uh, that they can, uh, implement in their own home to, to minimize, uh, maybe damages that could occur from, from a lightning strike or a, a spike in power, uh, power surges, that type of stuff. But, uh, again, getting into the, the question, first of all, uh, is, you know, would my homeowner's policy cover me uh, against a lightning strike? And, and, and in most cases, again, with most carriers, the answer to that would be yes. Um, the, 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 when I say most, again, you'd have to check with your agent and check your policy to make sure that the coverages are there as far as that it states that. But in, in most that I'm aware of, the coverage is available. Uh, the, the thing that I've seen difficult though, as far as is, um, uh, in a situation where you've had a lightning strike, um, it, it has to be evident or obvious to the claims adjuster the, that the home was hit by lightning, that the, the, the electrical device that has been, you know, stopped working, uh, it, it didn't do it from, you know, just where being worn out. It has to show some kind of sign that there was an electrical uh, strike on it before, you know, obviously a claims adjuster is going to say, yeah, that, that's a, a verifiable claim. So but in some cases that makes it a little bit more difficult depending on where, where the house was struck or what, what was struck, um, by the, the electrical, uh, you know, in this case a storm, um, what, what happened. So, uh, in most cases, again, it, it, it's not easy, uh, always easy as far as to identify that it was a lightning strike. But, in, and again, with most of the carriers, their uh, adjusters that are out there are very, very used to knowing as far as what what it looks like uh, as far as a, a, an active lightning strike. Uh, and so that's the answer to the question, you know, is my homeowner's policy actually covered by a, a lightning strike? Um, now, now with, with John on the, on the, uh, with, with some help from John, I'll, I'll, maybe we can give our listeners, John, some ideas on the, if my house was struck by lightning, what are some things that I can do? Uh, obviously that, you know, that we have the, the surge plugs that we can, you know, have our computers plugged into and our, our TVs and all that kind of stuff. But Maybe if you can give our listeners some ideas of what what can be done to protect our homes uh, against uh, maybe large damages because of lightning strikes. Well, Pete, the um, the surge strips that that everyone uses for their computer and a lot of times their television and audio video equipment uh, do offer protection. The thing that that most homeowners don't um, think about, and and it's, it's certainly a threat, is the all of the appliances, the, the, the refrigerator, the 
dishwasher. Everything now is is comprised of um, components. Most of them have a, a microprocessor in them. Anything with digital readouts um, have um, components that can be damaged by surges or or by lightning. And you don't plug those in through a, a power strip. So those are better protected by a whole house system. And by that, I mean it plugs into your panel. It's it's tied into your, your main electrical panel. And it protects the entire electrical system. The um, the components that are more sensitive computers and all, where, where you may have important data, are still good to plug into a strip. Uh, it kind of offers a little bit of extra protection. But the whole house surge suppression pretty much covers everything. I mean, your entire system's covered. So your dishwasher, which is connected under your dishwasher, uh, and there's no way to plug it into a power strip, that that would be protected by it also. And, um, you know, the lightning strike thing, it, a lot of times I've been to houses that were, there were no, there's no evidence that, that lightning hit the house. There's no burns. There's no, you know, nothing's blown into. But if, if it was nearby, that surge can cause serious damage. This uh, client that I had uh, within the past year had a similar situation. Nothing damaged on his electrical system, but every appliance in his house was just completely going haywire. He lost his refrigerator, lost, lost all of his major appliances, and with no physical damage to the electrical system, just that surge during a storm caused all of these to go out. So to answer your question, a whole house system offers protection for, for all of the components uh, in your entire house. Now, and, and this whole house system, I, you had mentioned it just a minute ago, is something that you're saying that uh, uh, would be installed either on or near the actual circuit breaker panel itself. Is that is that correct? Is that yes? That's, okay, that's exactly correct. Uh, there are uh, available units that actually plug take the place of a breaker. They plug into a slot where a breaker would go in your panel, and and a lot of them have um, a box right next to your panel that's tied into it. Uh, one of the key things is that they need to have a, an indication light because when if they go out, your um, your system will be protected, but this thing will be damaged. I mean, they're a sacrificial <clears throat> lamb, if you will, gotcha. to a to a surge. So, an indicator light is is a pretty important piece of these, and I think most of them now come with a, a light that needs to be looked at once a month or so, or after a storm, certainly, and. To ensure that it's still protecting you, right? Because uh, th- this thing is basically, like you were just mentioning, is, is the sacrificial lamb that if if a uh, uh, lightning hits either 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 the house or near your house, like I didn't even realize or me- was even thinking about that. That if a, uh, a lightning bolt strikes near the house, that could also affect the the components in in your house. Uh, but this thing that's on the circuit breaker itself would would literally basically fry or or take the the surge. Is that is that kind of how it works? Exactly. Yes, that's exactly what happens, and and it it is fried. Then basically, I mean, no no physical smoke or damage or anything, but it just it just goes out. Gotcha. So it's sort of like a breaker for the entire house, protecting it against surges, and you know that's the way it works. And it, it's a whole lot cheaper and easier to to replace it than it would be to replace all of your appliances, even after you pay your deductible. I mean, it's, it it just makes sense. 
Yeah, now, and, and let's t- let's just talk about that briefly. I mean, just so we can give our listeners an idea. You know, a, a, a full house uh, suppression like that that you'd put in your uh, in or around your circuit breakers. What what, what are those range and pricing? What what's the range in those? Depending on the the uh, protection level, um, they uh, I've seen them for as low as fifty dollars for one that you can plug in if you have the exact type of panel um, that this manufacturer is. You can just plug it into your into your one of the slots into your panel. Uh, there are others that they can go up to three, four, five hundred dollars. Um, another another piece of this is your cable TV, your telephone. A lot of those uh, electricity, you know, a flash or a surge can come in through through those lines also, and, yes. and that's a, a component that I've not researched a whole lot. But those need to be protected as well. I mean, that's a, a valuable. Uh, uh, most of those systems are protecting valuable equipment also. So that that's a different type of system. But for your main electrical system, you know, they they range between fifty and and five hundred dollars. Um, depending on the manufacturer and, and what their claims are. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, and I know, you know, as I was doing some research online before, you know, getting a chance to talk with you, John, I I, I found all sorts of different kits that you can you can get even at the big box stores from you yeah, know, Lowe's and Home Depot and all that stuff. But I saw some kits that would include not only that that breaker that you're talking about that gets installed in or near your panel, but they had some other uh, little gizmos that one would go on your phone line and I guess another one would go on the, the cable line uh, because again those those lines, the electricity can travel through through those as well and get in, in the house and damage things. Uh, but yeah, whole, these whole kits were like I think, you know, ranged in that $350, $400 range for the whole the whole kit. Um, and I'm not sure how they all work, um, but I just saw that the, the kit had all three of them in there. So, um, right. that, and you know, a lot of those are, are things that, that homeowners that are uh, handy homeowners could could install themselves. Um, some of them get to be more complicated. And anytime you have to open your your electrical panel, you know, you need to have some some knowledge. And, and uh, certainly, a, it's a safety concern. But but a lot of the things are are not. Beyond, uh, um, you know, a, a handyman or a homeowner that knows what they're doing to to install, so that that saves money certainly there. Right, right, and 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 again, you know, when we're talking about looking at the overall picture here, again, if a house gets uh, has a, a, an incident, uh, you know, could you file it on your homeowner's policy? Yes. Uh, uh, again, as far as in most cases, it's going to be a covered loss. But just as you mentioned a while, a while ago, you're going to still be subject to your deductible on your homeowner's policy. Many, many homeowner's right. policies nowadays, the average homeowner's policy, at least when we're recording this, is is about a thousand dollars. Is is what most people have. Um, you know, so the the key here is, I mean, the first thousand dollars is going to be on on the homeowner themselves. Anyhow, where if you go out right. and, and either get it yourself or even hire a, a person like yourself uh, to come in and fully protect your home, um, you know, you, you might be able to do that for, for, you know, for that amount or less, um, uh, you know, and, and have, a, have your whole house protected by what, right. by what you're talking about here. Is, is that, am I summarizing that correctly? Yes, yes. And, you know, the, the thing about the biggest pain of, of having this happen with this, this person that I dealt with was a single person. And it was it was catastrophic. I mean, he had no refrigerator, um, washing clothes. You can imagine a family with you know their washers gone and their microwave and all their 
you're living, you're basically camping out until you get all of this stuff replaced. And, you know, it, it was it was really a, a bad, bad situation for, for this individual uh, to lose all of the appliances just from the surge. And, and uh, he ended up having one installed and, and hasn't had an occurrence since and probably never will now that he has one. But, <laughs> but it, 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 it's... Uh, it's a lot. There's just a lot of trouble when you lose everything at once like that. Sure. Imagine that happening in the summertime and you lose your AC unit, and it just it can be a bad thing. Wow, wow. And it's, and just to, as we're finishing up here, I had a quick question concerning concerning the AC units. Um, so, John, question I have for you as when we're talking about air conditioning units, um, uh, the AC units normally have their own uh, uh, surge protector circuit breaker you know either near or outside the unit there um would something like that surge protector on the main panel protect those those ac units keith it, it depends on where they're fed from if they're fed from the main panel they would certainly be protected a lot of times air conditioners are they have their own disconnect and, and that's fused a lot of times or a breaker and a lot of times they're fed from a panel near the uh, meter box outside, which is a separate panel, um, that would possibly require, and it'd have to be looked at, it could possibly require a surge protector in that panel. But um, anything that's fed out of the main panel where these typically go to protect all your appliances inside, um, if it's in, if it, they're fed out of there, then, then they're protected. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because, you know, in the insurance world, the AC units, as far as on a electrical strike or, you know, a spike in, in, in uh, electricity, the AC units are, are one of the most expensive things to repair or replace. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, ha- having that additional, uh, you know, peace of mind, uh, you know, coverage, that, that, that's an awesome thing. And, John, I, I, yeah. first of all, I want to thank you for your time today. And if, if our listeners want to find out more about, you know, the options that they might have about surge suppression and stuff like that, do you, do you know a place where they could go, uh, either online or whatever, to find out more information? Yeah, absolutely. The um, the best place that I've seen online, the website, is called NEMA, N-E-M-A, Surge, all one word, obviously, nemasurge.org. And they list a, a, just a lot of valuable information, including panels, uh, manufacturers of panels, Square D and different ones have links in there in the reference material to tie you to whatever panel you may have to, uh, to see if you can acquire what, what you need for it. But that's, that's the best site that I've seen, nemasurge.org. Great. That's great information. And, and John, you know, also more importantly too, if, is for our listeners, especially those listeners that, you know, are here in central Tennessee area, you know, if they want to get a hold of you, maybe have you come out and do some work for them and maybe install some of this sure. stuff that we talked about today, how could they, how could they get a hold of you? What's the best way? The best way is my cell phone, and it's 931-224-1411. That's my cell phone number, and that's the best way, really, to get in touch with me. Awesome. Awesome. Again, that number is 931 224 one four one one, and for our listeners, um, we'll put in the show notes right on on the the, the website. Uh, not only John's contact information, so you can reach him directly, uh, but also the information about that nemasurge.org if you want to get more information about uh, you know how you might be able to protect your house from uh, lightning strikes and and power surges. Well, John, thank you so much for your time with us today. 
greatly appreciate you, your, your information as is a uh, great value to not only myself, by the way, uh, but also to our listeners as we're providing uh, answers to, to their questions that they might have for Absolutely. insurance. Uh, and again, thank you, Keith. You, you are thank well, you for having me. I appreciate it. You are great, you're greatly welcome. And for our listeners, again, if you have any comments or questions or concerns, uh, or maybe, you know, this thing provokes some ideas for you, you can leave them in the comment section right underneath the podcast. And if I can't answer it, I'll also maybe, you know, forward it on to John and see if he might be able to give us some information sure. about what you guys uh, are asking about. Uh, and again, we appreciate uh, all of our listeners. Uh, until next time, again, this is Keith Wanowski with Insurance Answers, and we appreciate your time very, very much. Look forward to talking to you again soon.